Welcome to the CNJ show. Fuck Kenta. <laughs> oh yeah. Starting with the F bomb there. Welcome to the CNJ show, everybody. Um, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's probably gonna be a, a short show. Uh, we, I think we have too much to cover. Other than, uh, I think we're pretty much just talking about New Japan. Yeah, there's. Uh... There's a few things I want to mention in general, but yeah, it won't be one of our longer ones for sure. Uh, we are going to do that watch along soon. <laughs> so I uh, do apologize for the delay on that. Just a lot of things going on, but we did want to get another show up real quick because it's been a few days. So, um, And uh, yeah, I, there's definitely some New Japan stuff to talk about. Um, have you seen any of the stuff yet or have you just you've heard it all? I, I I've heard everything. I know about um the Wrestle Kingdom card and uh everything. So I'm 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 up to date. All right, all right. Um yeah, I'm I'm up to date uh up until tonight's shows. I, I did go through Raw really quickly, but uh I have not seen or heard about Impact from tonight or anything from Dark yet, so um, God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> Uh, well, it, it's not that it's that it's not that it's like you, you just watch it, it's it's you right. just watch all right i will uh i will definitely do that probably tomorrow at this point but uh uh yeah this past week at rest i think the last show i do want to make a correction too because i think i made mention of there being final resolution this coming weekend but it was actually last week um this coming weekend is TLC and uh, I think Final Battle, um, but I think those are the only two shows this coming weekend, correct? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, unless you count the Road to Tokyo Dome shows, which I don't. So, <laughs> um, although they may announce stuff on them, the matches themselves are pretty much just multi-man matches. So um, I'm sure they'll be cool to see certain first-time matches and whatnot, like there were. Um, I wouldn't say first time, but, you know, with them having Osprey and Okada set up for Wrestle Kingdom, they did wrestle in a tag match on uh, World Tag League and Best of Super Junior Final, and actually it was a pretty good match, but I'll I'll get into that in a minute. Um, yeah, though, um, I, I do want to talk briefly about Final Resolution, though, because I did see that. Um, you didn't watch that either, right, but you heard about it? I read everything that happened and saw some of the highlights. Okay. Solid show, man. Um, didn't really, there was nothing that I hated on it, to be honest with you. Um, nothing that was, you know, blow away, obviously, but because it was, I mean, the show itself was taped, obviously, because they taped out all of their stuff, um, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago, I think, including this show. So with it, Chris Bay competing at the, Best of Super, or not Best of Super Juniors, the Super J Cup that same night, live, uh, it had to be taped, so, um, but I will talk about that show as well, because, wow, I've got a lot to say about that, um, but the, the, yeah, Final Resolution, I think it's set up a lot of good stuff going forward with Impact, um, not involving Kenny Omega, even though Kenny did make a brief appearance on the bus, again, him and Carl Anderson having a little interaction which is kind of cool but um nice to see them together again mentioning stuff you know uh about the g1 in 2012 where 
Anderson and Okada had a classic, which I have not actually seen that match, but I have to go back and watch it at some point. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was, I thought it was a solid card. I thought um, Chris Bay and Rich Swan main event, I thought was a very good match. Chris Bay is, he's a friend of the show, met him at uh, Warrior Wrestling. Uh, great talent. I think his future is very bright. Um, I kind of think, though, that they've put him in the spot that we thought Ace Austin was going to be in at this point. But um, I don't know. Ace Austin and Madman, they haven't been on TV since Bound for Glory, have they? Oh, I don't. I thought Madman was, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, I know Madman was on... um, uh, talking shop but mania too but um as far as impact tv goes i don't think i've seen them yeah they've uh, kind of um i don't know i don't i mean i'm not gonna say drop the ball on austin because he's so young but yeah i mean so is chris bay but i i think they're definitely holding on pulling the trigger on him yeah i think so too but you know We'll see, though. I thought, like I said, I thought it was a very solid show. Um, very interested to see what tonight's uh, Impact show is all, is all about. But um, now, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's not really too much I want to get into as far as all their, the matches. Just overall, you know, I thought it was a good show. And they set up some things going forward with Hard to Kill, I think. Um, or at least Genesis before Hard to Kill. And then, you know, we'll go from there. Um, I do like that Eddie Edwards um, and Sammy Callahan, it appears they're headed for a showdown at, at Hard to Kill, which is um, is where I think it should be. I don't think it should be on one of these specials because that's a money match. Um, but um, I'm trying to think what else was there. I think that's it for Impact. So New Japan. <laughs> so I said fuck Kenta to start the show, right? My predictions for World Tag League and Best of Super Junior Finals, the champions, both uh, were Finn Juice for World Tag League and Hiromu uh, for Best of Super Juniors. And Kenta was the asshole <laughs> that did, <laughs> didn't make that happen for me. But that's okay. Um, I do have a theory about why they did what they did with Kenta and Juice, though, too. Um that match, though, with Finn Juice and God, I thought was phenomenal. Um, I thought it was better than Wrestle Kingdom from a year ago, and I thought it was better than the rematch um, that they had. That was it at uh, was it was it at um, New Year Dash that God won the belts back the night after? Or was it at uh, New Beginning? I forgot earlier this I year. I don't recall. I think it was at um, New Beginning, but I could be wrong. Yeah. No, you know what? I think it was a New Year Dash because I think a New Beginning is when Tanahashi and uh, Ibushi won them because they were the champs, I think, going into the shutdown. And then Dangerous Techers beat them for it on the, for like the first show they were back. But yeah, anyway. Um, and it was better than the first match of the G- of the uh, World Tag League Tournament that they had, too. I thought it was really good. Um, it was very... I, I was so kind of surprised because, like I said, now we got heel versus heel teams. Um, but it also kind of seems like, in ways, they're trying to turn Suzuki Goon face a little, which I'll get to with Hiromu and El Desperado in a minute. 
but um, yeah, Kenta basically hitting juice with the briefcase, already fucked up briefcase because he beat the shit out of Tanahashi with it. Um, they're in the G1, and uh, there you go. Um, by the way, I so so I don't necessarily think um, that whole thing about having to quarantine for 14 days. Um, if you go to Japan and then come back, you know, I don't necessarily think that it applies um, if you're working for some reason, because Kenta was in Japan Friday for the final, right? And then he was back in the U.S. Saturday for um, Super J-Cup. So... Unless they taped one of those shows, but I don't think so. I think they were both live, right? Uh, so, <coughs> I don't know how that works. The only thing I can think of is in that case, because... The, uh, okay, so my guess is kind of what you hit home about that it's something to do with work but my guess is that they're on a separate flight or or they're taking like a private flight or something like that or another scenario i can think of is is that they're getting rapid tested yeah similar to um the nfl like right, you right. know the play th- those guys are you know, going to different cities every weekend, and they're just getting uh, rapid tested. I don't know if it's on a daily basis because I think a lot of them have um, restrictions, obviously, when they're you know a, 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 on away games or whatnot. Um, yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if they're getting tested, uh, uh, rapid tested every day. Yeah, Kenta must have like taken. Uh... Well, I guess from Japan it would have been a red eye because it was a night. It was nighttime, but he must have gotten the hell out of there right away um, in order to make it for World Tag League or not World Tag League, but uh, Super J Cup. I mean, his match was, um, I think, the third to last match, but still, um, Japan. To, I, I think they were they were in California, right, taping that sh- um, the uh, the Strong shows and then. Uh, that this Super J Cup show, I think, was in California. So I actually think I, I think one of them was taped. Hmm. I don't know which one because now you're even talking crazier. Now you're talking yeah. crazier, but just the the overall schematics of it is you know yeah. the, the timing for him to get on a on a on a on a flight when I mean I, I haven't been on a flight in over over a year and probably not going on one anytime soon with everything, but I would imagine that the that the amount of flights that are going out are, are a lot less than what was going on before. Yeah. So unless, with that being like said you, unless like you said it was like a private plane, which I guess is possible, but it is that, possible, but even at that rate, that's a fucking I mean I mean, do they have a fucking private plane like the WWF does or WWE does? I don't know. I, I just because WWE has like their own fucking yeah. You know, I don't know. It, it, yeah, it's 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 a whole thing. 
I may have to look into that and let you guys know in the next show, unless you want to do that real quick. But I, because I'm, I'm pretty sure they were both live. Um, yeah, I can, I can look it up real quick while I'm. Yeah, because the, 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 the um, Super J Cup, I know, um, it was live because it was, it was nighttime uh, in the where it aired here in the U.S. Usually, the show is aired like three, four o'clock in the morning because it's that's nighttime in Japan. But since this show was in the, was in the U.S., that's why it was you know primetime U.S. on uh, Saturday. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, Wait, so which ones are we figuring out here? The Super J Cup and the other one uh, was uh... World Tag League Best Super Junior Final, which was Friday, Friday morning our it, the U.S. and then Super J Cup was Saturday night U.S. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I thought the match was really good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like I said, I'm a little bit surprised the heels won, uh, kept his interference. Um, it may be, <clears throat> excuse me, to set up, um, if Moxley is, you know, legit not going to Japan, uh, I don't necessarily think that they would want the U.S. title to change hands on a strong show, even though the strongs are produced in the U.S. I mean, it would help. I guess it would help the show to have that title change hands there. Um, you know, Moxley lives in Vegas, so Vegas ain't that far from L.A. or, or you know, wherever um, in California. Those shows are taped. Um could possibly happen on that or you know um kenta could come to dynamite and but i i also don't necessarily see new japan allowing one of their titles to change hands on a show that's you know not theirs um then again you know if they have a working relationship that shouldn't be a problem but it would be something pretty cool to see from a fan standpoint if they you know did that um and then basically Kenta defends the belt against Juice at Wrestle Kingdom is pretty much why I think they did what they did. But I could be wrong. Um, I guess we'll wait and see. But, um, you know, it was I thought it was very good, though. It was very interesting, and it makes you think. It wasn't just like, you know, oh, yeah, okay, baby faces are going to win, that's it. But, you know, again, like I said, it's weird having a heel versus heel dynamic, but once I talk about the next match, we'll, I'll, I'll give you my, my thoughts on, on possibly Suzuki Goon turning face, but, um, come up with anything yet on that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't find anything. No. All right. I'll, I'll take a look and see, I'll do some more research and see if I can find something to talk about in the next show if, if it comes up, but yeah, it's, it's weird how they did that. Um, if that was the case, so, um, well, I guess any thoughts on Impact or? No, no, we're, okay. we're good. All right. Uh, thoughts on the World Tag League final? No, nothing really. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hiromu Takahashi and fucking El Desperado. I texted you this when I was done watching it. That was, to me, 
the match of the fucking decade, and the decade just started. I have never seen, and and these guys are junior heavyweights, right? I have never seen two guys battle the way that they battled with psychology, with physicality, with everything. Like, it was almost a perfect match. It was so good. Both of these guys are so good. To me, this was Desperado's coming out party. He was good. I mean, I liked him. You know, I saw him as a junior heavyweight tag team wrestler, whatever. As a singles go, oh, my God. And I didn't know this, but Hiromu and El Desperado were young lions together at the same time. And they mentioned that on the broadcast. And, like, I mean, you heard about the match, obviously, right? You heard what happened? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, you don't see that. <laughs> like, ever. Like, luchadors unmasking themselves mid-match. I mean, granted, Hiromu tried to rip the mask off first, and you, could, you couldn't really see his face much. You saw his eyes, right? And the top of it looked, kind of looked like Kane when Taker ripped his mask off, you know, kind of, sort of, SummerSlam a few years ago before he ripped the whole thing off, and then like, you could, still couldn't see. But, dude, he took it off. And it's just like, oh, my God. And the weird part is, I was watching this match, and I was thinking to myself, because they mentioned the two of them being your Lions together, I was thinking to myself, okay, I wonder what he looks like without the mask. And little did I know that less than an hour later, I'd actually get to see it. And wow. It just, just the, the back and forth. Desperado is a heel. He's part of Suzuki Goon. But not only him, like basically, Hiromu was showing him mad respect too. And then the announcers, mad respect, everything. Like, I mean, it really seemed like they were turning him babyface with that move. It also, throughout World Tag League, it seemed like, from what I saw of it at least, it, and even the G1, going back to them with Tai Chi and, and um, Zack Sabre Jr., more, more so Tai Chi, but putting them both in situations where they were actually, like, they're heels, but they were showing other people respect in their matches. Like, I think it was Xavier Jr. It was, uh, I forgot who he wrestled somebody, but there was, they're like, he's like, yeah, man, I respect that guy. It's like, you don't hear that, especially, you know, you don't hear that out of heels, but especially you haven't heard that about uh, off of ZSJ since he joined Suzuki Goon. So it was like, wow. Okay. Maybe that's kind of where they're going with that. But dude, I, I know you haven't seen it. You got to see that match. Anybody. I, 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 Beg you, please, if you don't watch any wrestling at all, watch that match. It was phenomenal. <laughs> it was so good. I am a El Desperado fan, and I really wonder going forward if he's going to, you know, be done with the mask or not, or put it back on or whatever. Because, um, I mean, even afterwards, they like uh, Red Shoes tried to like cover his face, you know, with a towel. He ripped the the thing off. He's like, nope, I don't need it. So I was like, wow, okay, that's – and even Kevin Kelly on commentary was like, don't cover that man's face. You know, he's earned the respect. You know, it's just like – it was nuts, man. It was nuts. It was so damn good. I, I mean, it literally is the best thing I've seen in pro wrestling match-wise in the last 10 years. And it was so good. It was so good. Um, and then Hiromu challenged the winner of the Super J Cup which <laughs> we'll get to that here in just a second. But 
You got thoughts, even though you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> just on what you heard. <laughs> I've heard everything that um, that happened, and I mean, everybody has has said that the movie or the movie, um, the match was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's on my list of of, of ones to watch. Um, definitely, it just. Yeah, <laughs> I I like Takashi, so I mean, I, I I'm all for him getting opportunities and 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 getting the spotlight. So I I I'm definitely I'm I'm happy for it. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah, he's he's good. He's really good. Um, I guess what I did want to touch upon real quick too before we move on to um, Super J Cup on this card as well, they had. Uh, in addition to the two final matches, they had multi-man matches. They had uh, um, a couple of six bands that were okay. And they had a couple of tag matches. One of them being, um, actually, no, I think it was a six-man, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a six-man. It was Okada, Tanahashi, and uh, around, um the hell is his name? Herena? I forget. His tag partner in World Tag League. Um, against uh, the Empire. Um, so we got to see Osprey and Okada, you know, mix it up a little bit. Um, and they pretty much set up Tanahashi and Great Okan uh, at Wrestle Kingdom during that match. And I, I kind of figured that's where they were going with it. Um, basically beat the crap out of his knee and everything. Um, but um, teased a little thing with, with Osprey and Okada at the end. It was pretty cool. Um, but the... Um, the last match they had before the finals was a tag match with, uh, actually, had two of them. Um, the first one they did a rematch from um, the World Tag League. It was Sonata and Shingo uh, against um, Evil and uh, Yujiro. And it looks like we're getting Evil and Sonata at Wrestle Kingdom, even though I don't think it's been officially announced yet. Definitely seemed like that's how they were setting up. And Can I pause like, something real quick? Oh yeah, it was announced. It was okay. Cool. Yeah, New Japan. Cool. It's on New Japan's um, Wrestle Kingdom um, matches. I, I don't. Did you did you not see those? I did see a little bit of them, but I didn't notice if, if that was on there, and I don't think I saw it at the time. So I think I saw it maybe. Uh, not today. I actually, <laughs> the winner of uh, best of super or not best of super junior, but the uh, sorry super Jacob got spoiled for me, so I got to see. I, I did see that, but I don't think Evil versus Sonata was announced yet at that point. But yeah, they're on uh, Japan. No, no, they're JWs. No, they're on night two. Yeah. Oh, oh, they are. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, nights. Um, well, I'll. I'll I, I'll go down the list when you're when you're done. What you're saying? Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah. They, I mean, Evil beat the shit out of him and Togo too. And then like like you saw a different side of Sonata. He like snapped. It was really cool. Um, obviously they set up Shingo and Jeff Cobb for the number open weight title, which is I think should be good um, as well because Cobb came out after the match and had to stare down with him. Uh, and actually beat the shit out of him, and then they gave him the Tour Islands and held the bell up and said it's his mine, which is pretty cool. Um, but then uh, the last one they had, um, um, it was Abushi and 
who was it? Ibushi and somebody against Bushi and, and Naito. I forgot who Ibushi's tag team partner was. <laughs> but uh, I think Ibushi, yeah, Ibushi pinned Bushi, I believe. Um, but yeah, they had a little stare down between um, Naito and, and Ibushi, which is pretty cool. But um, yeah, man, I thought it was a solid show. I liked the other matches to set up, you know, matches for Wrestle Kingdom plus the finals I thought were really good. So, so, um, Super Jacob, <laughs> again, I thought this was a really solid show too. Um, first round matches, all I thought were great. Chris Bay, um, against, uh, Clark Connors, Clark Connors, I think he's going to be a star. He's got some moves. He's got that fire. Um, you know, Chris Bay getting the win, which is cool. Um, then uh, something I want to talk about, too. Two guys in this tournament are in MLW now. One of them being ACH, the other one, Leo Rush. And I don't think we've really talked about either one of them too much on this show. What they basically both have gone through the past year in their personal lives, uh, which have played out in the media and in the public eye, but we can touch base upon that in a minute. But ACH and TJP, great match. I guess the two of them have wrestled a lot before on the indies. Um, ACH gets the win. Um, Ray Horace uh, against um, who was oh uh, Blake Christian, another guy we've seen at Warrior Wrestling, um, GCW guy, good match. Uh, got his nose busted open <laughs> during the match, but he could picked up the win over Horace. Horace is the, the uh, only one of this current six-man Ring of Honor tag champs that doesn't have COVID, right? <laughs> I believe so, yes. Yeah, it sucks, so I don't know what's happening with that. But, um, yeah, and then Leo Rush against El Fantasmo <laughs> was the final, and El Fantasmo got the win. Great match there, too. Um. They had a uh, – in between, they had a couple of tag matches, you know, um, not tournament-related. I forgot the first one. I don't think it was anything to write home about it. Oh, Danny Limelight and uh, Jay Kratos against Rocky Romero and somebody else. I forgot who, but uh, um, Limelight and Kratos got the win. I guess Kratos is part of uh, Team Filthy now. Which is another thing in regards to MLW I want to touch upon. Um, MLW has a tie-in here with New Japan, which also could have a tie-in with, you know, this whole entire angle that we're thinking about with all these companies working together. So I could totally see that happening um, down the road. NWA and MLW and Impact and AEW, all these companies together. Reign of Honor, possibly. I don't know. We'll see. But um, that was good. But then Kenta and uh, Haku's other son. What's his name? Uh, Hiakaleo or whatever. I forgot. He's really – he looks more like Haku than the other two do. I, um, yeah, I, I agree on that. Yeah, Hikaleo, I think that's his name. But Kenta got a new briefcase. <laughs> it's not uh, damaged anymore. Um but they wrestled uh, Harita. It was Harita, uh, the Red Shoes kid. What's his name? I forgot. 
Renita, I, I forgot the hell his name, but the, it was Moxley's young boy when Moxley was doing the stuff last year. Uh, wrestled him and this this new young lion, um, new to the dojo. I think it was his first match. I forgot his name, but the two of them actually they 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 showed some offense against um, both uh, Hikaleo and um, Kenta, and I thought it was probably the best young lions match I've seen yet. Um, I thought it was very good. Obviously, Bullet Club wins, but um, I thought it was good. Um, but ACH ends up uh, beating uh, Chris Bay to go to the finals, and then El Fantasmo uh, beats um, Blake Christian to get in the finals. Now, um, ACH, so MLW has this, this Opera Cup right tournament they've got going on right now he's in the finals of that he also made the finals of the super j so that's pretty cool and i'll get to that in a minute but um el phantasmo is your two-time champ right makes perfect sense if Hiromu's going to try to get the belt off a of bullet club he's got to go through both of their junior heavyweights to do it that's cool here's the thing about el phantasmo you've seen him wrestle right oh yeah you watch this tournament, and you just see little things about him. If Jay White is leaving New Japan, which I don't know if he is or not at this point, because we haven't really heard much about it, but if he's leaving New Japan, the guy in waiting to lead Bullet Club is El Fantasmo. He reminds me so much of Kenny the Cleaner Omega as a junior heavyweight just before, like a year before, year or two before AJ Styles left to go to WWE, and he took over. He's not ready yet, so if he does leave now, I think they probably will still, you know, transition to either Evil or Kenta or somebody else. But I think he's the next leader of Bullet Club in waiting. He's he's just he has that asshole factor that Jay White has. He has that in-ring charisma that Kenny had. I don't think he's nearly as good as Kenny, but I think he has potential to get there. Um, I just, I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan, and I can't wait to see him and Hiromu in night one, and then I'm assuming um, Hiromu's winning, and Hiromu and your boy, Bone Soldier, in night two. But, um, yeah, man, great, great tournament, great show. Um, Really, really liking New Japan right now. Um, contrast to that, did watch Monday Night Raw, or at least fast forwarded through it because I pretty much didn't really watch any of it because it was unfucking watchable this week. I have no idea where they're going with anything. Um, I am 100% convinced, not necessarily that Pritchard and Vince don't know how to do things anymore, as much as I think they just don't give a fuck anymore because. If they did, we wouldn't be seeing the shit that's on television. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, thoughts on what I said about El Fantasmo? Oh, I'm a fan, obviously. Headbanger Club, I mean, the Bull Club. Like, I'm, you know, so I would love to see him get, you know, an opportunity uh, to lead. Uh, I do think Jay White is leaving at some point here in the near future. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I think Jay's going to go where the money's at. Uh, yeah. I, 
not that I just I see him going where he's going to get paid. I don't think he cares. I could be wrong. I mean, I love Jay White. I'm a big fan, obviously. Um, I don't think he cares as much about um, creative control as it is the money. Yeah. So we'll see. But not that I don't anticipate him going to WWE and getting buried. I I think he's too good of a talent for that to happen to. Like, I, I know people will say, well, look at Aleister Black and, you know, Ricochet. And, you know, I'm like, there's a difference. Like, Jay White's a heavyweight, first off. he he He's bigger. He is more um, appealing to the mainstream uh, media as opposed to, you know, those guys, for example. Um, there's money in him. And he can also talk. So there's 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 money in Jay White. So I don't see him, you know, getting the you know the good old fucking shovel from WWE. Which I got to we got to talk about that in a minute too. Mm-hmm. But um, because there's some shit to say about that. But uh, that's all I got for El Fantasma. So all right, um, just thoughts in general about New Japan. You pretty much agree with what I said, or? Oh yeah, no. Do you want to break down the? Uh... The what they got so far for Russell? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that real quick. Okay, so uh, night one as of right now, they got obviously Okada and Osprey. I think that is going to be the match of the weekend. But oh, yeah. um, I agree. That is just going to be a fucking brutal match. It's going to go pretty much the whole hour. I mean, it's 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 going to be ridiculous. Um. Then of course they got uh, Takahashi and El Fantasmo. Um, another match that is just going to be ridiculous. Uh, I do agree. I do think Takahashi is winning. Um, but also real quick, go back to Osprey. I think Osprey is winning that match against yeah. Okada. I, yeah, I just it, Okada doesn't need it to win. No, not that Osprey does, but it's it, it's it's going to help. And now Osprey is bigger. He's in the heavyweight mode now. I it, it's he needs to win that. And uh, Takahashi, I think, is definitely going to win. Um, you got Hiroshi Tanahashi against Great Okan. Mm-hmm. Should be a fun match to see. Um, I don't know where they're going with that one, so I don't know. But that's the least they, least one I, I care about. But they they have been basically trying to build up this thing of Tanahashi that he's starting to slow down, that he's not the ace of old. Like they've been saying it, like it seems like every match since the G1, they've been talking about it. Like World Tag League, I think I don't know him and uh, Hanare, that's his name. I don't think they, I think they won one match, maybe. I don't even know. But uh, yeah, it's he's on a huge losing streak. So either they're building up to, you know, the ace finally getting off the Schneid, or they're building to him finally slowing down. And you know, he's not that old but he's also more close to Liger's retirement age than you know Will Ospreay in his prime age you know what I'm saying so yeah I mean he he, he is getting up there and I think he is needing to kind of enter that Jericho mode a little bit per Mm. se but you know we'll see but um next up we have go 
No, I was just going to say uh, I, I agree, but I think Osprey does need the win over Okada more so, especially because they're building something new with this whole Empire thing. And, exactly. You know, I, I think Okan kind of sort of also would need the win, but Okan isn't the leader of the group as much as it is Osprey. Oh, and they did also make mention that they think there is a financial backer of this group uh, because that's how they were able to get Jeff Cobb. So they don't miss. So they're alluding to the fact that there may be someone else who's pulling the strings with the group, and it's not necessarily Osprey being the leader. So we'll see where they go with that. Um, then, and, and, uh, yeah, and you know, yeah. I already said about Hiromu winning. So yeah. Next up, we have the uh, IWGP Tag Team Titles: Taiche and Zack Saber Jr. against God Bullet Club. Yeah. Um. You know, this is going to be interesting. Uh, heel versus heel dynamic. Um, but like I said, does appear that Suzuki Goon might be going that way. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think that Dangerous Techers have had the belts for a while now. They do gel together as a team. They, they had a great showing at the World Tag League. But I think it's God's time to get those belts back. So uh, Plus, they've, I- they've got Jado. <laughs> You know, I think I've said this on on the show before, but am I the only one that's just kind of waiting for Zack Saber to kind of get like going in the singles, you know, mode here at some point? I feel like he's been kind of doing the tag team thing for a while, and I'm like kind of wait. I just want to see. I I I kind of want to see Saber get a main event push, if that makes sense. I would like to see him. I mean, yeah, main event at some point too, but I would like to see him get a singles run in the heavyweight division. Because, yeah, granted, um, you know, he did have a singles run as a junior, but it was brief. And you know, he he has had like the secondary titles, like you know, the, he had the British title over Rev Pro, and he had the the tag titles with him and and God, Mister Mirino uh, Suzuki himself. But, uh, yeah, you know, he, he hasn't gotten – I don't know if he had the never open weight title or not. I don't, I don't think he has yet. But I, I'd like to see him be in that next echelon at least, you know. I don't know, man. It seems like they have a lot of titles right now, and I really want to – as much as they do, and I think that's pretty much why they unified the, the IC and the IWGP, but I want to see them separate those again at some point. I'd like to see – you know, Zack Sabre Jr. have a shot at one of, you know, one if not both of those titles at some point. All right. And then the, uh, obviously more matches will be announced for, right. yeah, for, for this show. I'm expecting at least, I mean, we, I, I just said four, I was, was going to say the fifth in a second, but I would, ex- I would expect five more matches yeah. at least. But, um, of course, the main event, NATO against Bushi for the heavyweight and the intercontinental title. Um, I hate how this says, IWGP heavyweight and IWGP intercontinental double championship. I just like, eh, I don't, don't call it, don't call it double. I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's one, it's not one bell. I don't know. I just kind of bothered me, but um, yeah. I don't know where they're going with this. I guess Ibushi's winning. I don't know though. <laughs> See, like last year, I thought for sure he was right. But yeah. that, that was before they announced the whole, double thing and even after they announced the double thing i still thought he had a shot now 
it happened it's happening they're setting up basically the same way it was last year with him facing Okada in night one, he's facing Naito in night one. And then but in, instead of him, you know, them unifying them both on night two, it's you know championships both defended on both nights. So I don't know, you think that if he was gonna win, you know, and, and stand tall as the champ, it would be the last night, you know, but Jay White's involved now. He's got the last night. So, um, and, and that's the thing too. Like, I think maybe at some point he probably is leaving, but I don't think he's leaving right away because if he was, I don't think they'd put him in the spot where he's at. Um, then again, who knows? We'll see. But I, I, I really, I don't know, man. I just, I can't see Ibushi losing this. I really can't at this point. I love Naito. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with him if he does anything for night two at all, but I, I just, I think we're getting with Jay White and Ibushi because I think that's with White beating Ibushi for the briefcase. It just, it's the only thing that really makes sense. I think at this point. Cool. And then, uh, so night two, there's only been four matches announced as of right now, but there will obviously be more. Um, first one, never open weight championship, Shingo versus Jeff Cobb. That's gonna be um, sick, dude. That is, that is. But I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go Cobb here. Yeah, I am. Um, too. I am too. Uh, you know, with, with with the new group and everything, and but the match is gonna be brutal, and it, it's gonna be, mm-hmm. it's gonna be everything we we're hoping it to be. Definitely. Um, this match, well, night two is my fucking night, but this match here, I mean, I have been waiting for this for fucking since last, since last summer, really, or even before, but Sonata, Evil, (laughs) so excited, so fucking excited to see this, and I, I'm taking Sonata all fucking day in this one. Yeah, I, I think it's time for him to, to step out of the shadows and. You know, maybe uh, that's interesting that they announced it for night two. I'm wondering, I'm still wondering about my my scenario about Jay White if if he is leaving, and that if somehow he gets involved and costs Evil the match, and then later on Evil costs him the match in the main event. But I don't know. I I, I definitely see Sonata winning this match regardless. Now, this match is interesting to me because it's the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, my boy, the Bone Soldier. But under Challenger, it just says the Challenger. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at the next match, it has Jay White, obviously, versus the IWGP Heavyweight Champion and Intercontinental Champion. So it's saying that it's the winner of the the match between Naito and Ibushi. Mm-hmm. That's not saying that for Ishimori. So it's not saying it's Phantasmo or um, Takahashi. So I wonder if maybe he's actually going to face one of those guys. I'm sure he will, but I'm but I'm wondering if it might be a three way. But New Japan usually doesn't do three ways. But we'll see. Yeah. So he and so so that's obviously another man. Of course, like and like we said, the main event. Um, I'm, I don't know where they're going with the with the. Well, first off, 
I do. I I think Ishimura is keeping the belt. Really interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's losing it to either of them. I I don't. Um, I don't think they're going to put it on Phantasma right now. I can see them giving it to Takahashi. Yeah. But I I, I actually don't see I don't see Takahashi winning. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. Um, as far as the main event now. I don't know where they're going with this. If if Naito wins, I'm gonna go Jay White. If Ibushi wins, I'm gonna lean towards Ibushi, but with some um, help. What do you call it? Cleaner. <laughs> yes, some help in general. But um, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see what exactly happens. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to this card, though. I think it's going to be definitely the card of the year. Uh, if not, you're just, it's going to be just starting. But um, if you look at it from the last 12 months, though, instead of, like you know, calendar year to year, just 12 months to 12 months, it probably will be the best of the last 12 months for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's already got the everything. It's got everything to to, to make me believe it's going to be the, the like I said the the event of the year. And it just it, it it's yeah, man. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I am too, man. I am too. We're definitely going to have to uh, look into seeing how we're going to cover that. Um, I'm 100% going to be watching it live. Um, it's kind of my tradition the last couple of years with Wrestle Kingdom. I, I always watch it live, even though it's way, way later, early in the morning, depending on what you think. But uh, I also have fallen asleep while watching it the last couple of years, too. But we'll see. We'll figure it out. Um, I also didn't have this podcast to do during that time. So we'll see what happens. Um, so. He <laughs> wanted to talk about WWE. Huh? <laughs> uh, the only thing I'm going to say about Raw tonight that I liked was Bray Wyatt's sweatshirt. <laughs> he had a Christmas uh, Bray Wyatt fiend shirt that actually looked pretty cool. In the back, it had a couple of chainsaws with his face on it, so that was pretty cool. But other than that, the show itself, utter utter garbage um I, I like i said i seriously think that they just don't give a fuck anymore i think that they know still how to you know produce good television but i just don't think they care and i don't know what's gonna have to happen in order for them to care I think that as much as we want this dream scenario to happen with all these companies working together, and I think it will, I just hope that it happens and financially it hurts Vince enough where he actually takes notice and says, all right, I got to do something different, like he did during the Monday Night Wars. But until that happens... I think we're still going to get the same cookie cutter crappy produced. This is great. This is such good shit, but it's not. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. All right. I'll let, I'll let you talk. <laughs> well, I'll say this in regards to that. I don't think they know how to produce good shit anymore. Yeah, I, I actually don't think they have it in them anymore. Um, as far as the, you know, like, like the new shit that, that, that's going to happen. I mean, it's, it's going to happen all, all, all the, all the shows. I don't know which ones, but I mean, it's, it's already happening. Um, I'm just curious what the response will be from WB. They'll do something. It'll be something involving, I'm sure it'll be something involving NXT and the main roster again, or it'll be the 39th reincarnation of the NWO or (laughs) they'll do something to, you know, combat that. I don't know what it's going to be, but it is what it is, but that's not the point. So there's, there was a report going out that Vince wanted to send Keith Lee, Otis, and a couple more wrestlers down to the performance center for training again. Oh, and yeah. Per- I heard about this. In per- yep. And in particularly wanted them to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Now, see, this is frustrating to me, Jay, because first off, let's take Otis, for example. Now you want the guy to lose weight. But you had no problem for the last eight months toting his his belly and how he's a redneck and how Mandy Rose is in love with his chubby redneck and blah, blah, blah. That's okay. But now, now, because Mandy Rose is nowhere to be found and you don't have anything to do for him, now you want him to lose weight. For what purpose? For him to become what wrestler is Otis going to become if he loses 30 pounds, like what is that going to do to Otis? Otis is not a skilled in-ring technician. Otis is the lovable big guy. Otis is, you know, the 2020 version of um, the Godwins to an extent. Like that's fucking Otis. Now, as far as Keith Lee goes, did, could he, could he lose a few pounds? Sure. I don't think that necessarily is the issue here. The issue here is, first off, you bring him up to the main roster when he is on a fucking high and probably shouldn't have gone to the main roster. He should have stayed a little bit longer. He should have stayed a little bit longer. He should have went had a, had a rematch against Cross. I know they don't do that shit in NXT. They lose and they disappear, you know, for some, for some of them. But you bring him up, you change his music, you make him into a semi-heel-esque type of guy you change his wardrobe you have him basically wear a dress and now you just bounce him around for five four months and these ridiculous fucking angles and now you're saying he has to lose weight now there's another report i saw that said that there was a, a backstage executive said that this is just vince mcmahon trying to bring keith lee down a few pegs basically saying that keith lee had an ego and they want to bring him, you know, back down to life a little bit. <laughs> there was another report I saw that, and I don't know how true this is, so take it with a grain of salt, but that Vince Russo, I don't know if you saw this, but Vince Russo made a point to say that it's a similar situation to, I believe he said ECW, where Vince McMahon doesn't watch the other crap, as in he doesn't watch NXT, 
and he doesn't know what the hell is going on there. So he doesn't know what Keith Lee is bringing to the table. So he's just trying to do his own thing with him. If that's the case, that explains everything that's gone on in the main roster with every single motherfucking guy that's came up. Yeah. Because they've just, they've all been buried. Keith Lee is, Keith Lee has lost his, 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 his stroke. He, he's, he's done. He's not, he, he's not going to get to where I, I think at one point I even said he could be the next face of the company, like the next face, face of the company. That's gone. He, he's, and he's managed to lose it in, in five months. And I completely blame Vince McMahon because of it. But so, so here's my thing about all that. Let's start with Otis. So, I get what you're saying. I completely agree 100%. I was watching SmackDown last week. They had him in a tag match with Chad Gable, right? Here's my thing about that. If you were going to just put him in tag team matches, why did you break him up with the tag team he was in? There was yep. no point. And, and again, with Tucker... Didn't they redraft him back to SmackDown? But he's been on Raw like maybe twice since then. No mention of Otis. Changed his outfit. Didn't really get an entrance. And hasn't been seen since. So I guess they just don't care about him. And he'll end up being featured Endeavored soon. And probably in the pandemic and whatever. They didn't need to break up heavy machinery. No. You, you, you hit the nail. You hit the... You hit the nail on the head. No, Mandy Rose was gone. Mandy Rose was gone. Yeah. I mean, it's they basically Jay. The best part about this is they broke they broke up heavy machinery, pretty much all for the money in the bank briefcase to get transferred over to Miz. When in reality, they didn't need to do that. All they needed to do was Morrison or or somebody interfering in the match and costing Otis the briefcase. But instead, they broke up a tag team that was relatively popular, were together for a while, that could have helped the tag team division. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't necessarily agree with this, but I could see the line of thinking between Pritchard and, and Vince in regards to this being, well, Okay, we'll break them up, and you know we'll we'll transfer them to different brands, and we'll revisit it down the line after we build them both up bigger and blah 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 blah. I get wanting to do future planning and whatnot, but if you're gonna do something like that, it's better off to do it and then run it now. Like if you don't run it now. No one's going to give a shit about it a year from now. I don't care how many replays you run to remind us of it. No one's going to care. Unless both of them are like world champions or some shit like that, which I doubt either one will be at this point. Um, Yeah, I I don't I don't quite get it. What what that was now, the Keith Lee situation. You also hit a nail on the head and I, I mentioned this tonight to my girlfriend when we were fast-forwarding through Raw. I don't think there is anything that Vince McMahon can do to not 
ruin anyone. I just I watch the show from segment to segment to segment, and literally every single thing I saw, he's ruined. Every single thing. The Miz, that whole beginning segment that is the night, whatever before TLC crap. It was so stupid, so incredibly stupid. Seamus, okay, I'll give him credit on this. It doesn't appear, at least right now, that Seamus is going to turn on Drew. Oh, he is. That being said, <laughs> he probably will. <laughs> yeah, he but, is. <laughs> but if he doesn't, I will give them credit for doing something that's not obvious. However, <laughs> if they don't do it, regardless if it's not obvious or not, it doesn't make any sense because Drew needs an opponent for us uh, for Royal Rumble. And I doubt seriously very much it's going to be AJ or it's going to be Miz. So there you go. Um, do you not see what they're – do you not see something similar that they're doing with those two that, that AEW is doing? With who? With Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Well, I mean who in AEW? Oh, MJF and Jericho. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, not to that that extent because WWE doesn't have the the writing capabilities per se to do that. Well, but in the sense of that, these two are good friends and all this BS and yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, that that is they are legit friends and they they did legit both win titles at TLC back in '09. You know, Sheamus beat Cena and McIntyre won the IC belt or retained the IC belt. I forgot what it was, but. I do. I mean, I get that. Yeah. But... So, so there's there's the the story of that. The backstory of that makes more sense from like that than you know MJF and Jericho don't have that. But I get what you're saying though. It is kind of similar. Um. The uh. Yeah, man. I just just every segment. Bray obviously ruined that. Um. Alexa, they've ruined her in my opinion. I know you used to love her, but. I just, I don't know, man. I, I just, every single thing. I'm, like the whole Hurt Business thing. Uh, <laughs> Retribution, don't even get me started with that shit. Um, ricochet even, Jesus Christ. Matt Riddle, for Christ's sake. I mean, our truth our truth is probably the only person they haven't ruined. And even him, he is a much better worker than being a comedy wrestler. But he's really entertaining as a comedy wrestler. But there's only so much you can do with that versus what he could be doing. Grant, he's older now, so he's probably whatever. But at the same time, you know, whatever. It is what it is. So Keith Lee, (laughs) he's another one. (sighs) It's, I mean, you want to see what Russo said. It does make sense, but at the same time, if that's the case, then why the fuck does he want these guys called up? If he doesn't watch and he doesn't know what they can do, what's the point of him talking to Paul and saying, I want them on Raw or SmackDown or whatever? Like, like there's no – he would have no reason because he doesn't watch unless someone tells him this guy's good or shows him maybe like a five-second clip or something. But even so, it completely explains – Every single thing that's been wrong with every single person going all the way back to the Ascension. I think they were pretty much the first ones that started this. Maybe even more, but I think for sure, definitely the Ascension. Why 
you know, everybody that comes up seems to suck when they get to the main roster. Finn Balor, I think he, he wasn't necessarily treated badly. I think they tried with him, but him getting hurt, I really think soured Vince for wanting to have him be at the top of the card, which sucks because it's not his fault he got hurt, but it is what it is. Uh, he's better off being in NXT now anyway, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. The Keith Lee thing, yeah, like I said, it's just, it's so dumb. They they totally completely have ruined him. They, he sh- he should have, I saw a meme that somebody put on Facebook, like, oh, I, you mean I dropped the NXT titles for this? <laughs> it's like, yep. <laughs> um. You know, and and Mia too, same thing. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, every like every single person in Retribution, every single person, even fucking Ali to an extent. And by the way, did you catch that they're calling him? It's no longer Mustafa Ali. It's Mustafa Ali. <laughs> I know. What the fuck is that? because <sighs> oh, because that's you know, uh, oh my god. It's slap check. You know, <laughs> fucking slap check. Was there? I'm trying to think here, Jay. Has there really been anybody that's came up from NXT that has made a significant impact? Other like than Finn? Drew McIntyre. Well, Drew McIntyre. He he's, doesn't count. He's had a good yeah, run. Yeah, but he doesn't count because he was there before. Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens, I would say. KO, maybe he's, he's been up and down. He's probably been. He's probably been the only one. You know, consistently. I think he's. I think he's been the most successful yeah. NXT yeah. call up. Sami um, Zayn, to an extent, now finally they are. But um, yeah. But other than like, he had his time though. Yeah. He, he, I think Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens have been the two that I think have 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 had success. I'll yeah. say that. Everybody else, Finn would have had it was had it not been for injury. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you can go back to the, say in the Shield, and you can say Big E to an extent too. But those guys were before. They, the, um, yeah, the Shield wasn't really in NXT. They though. were. They just weren't when it was on the network, pretty much. Like Seth, Seth but, was the first champion. Yeah, but they weren't the Shield. No, no, I know that, but they weren't the Shield. No, they, they they were. They they were actually a group called the Shield, but it was before they were on the network. They actually. Wait, wait, wait a second. But but I'm, but I'm saying the group yeah, of Shield they, they were. was the sh- before they they debuted Very on the main roster. But yep. Oh, okay, I did not know that. Okay, I thought they debuted first. Yeah, okay, nope, nope. They, they um, actually, I guess that they had six minutes. They had six minutes against the Wyatt family in, in NXT before they might they debuted on the main roster. Oh yeah, I guess you can uh, see. Right, right. Too people are gonna be well. Well, I mean, people are gonna be like, well, no. How about Roman Reigns, yeah. etc. See, I don't know. I don't count yeah. them because it was a different. Like when NXT became its own entity, like as, as it is now. That's kind of where, where where I'm I'm counting. I guess it the from. women, pretty much the horsewomen. That's pretty much it. I mean, Asuka too, to an extent, I guess. But yeah, she has. I mean, yeah, but the horsewomen have been the most like. Charlotte and them, they've been the most, they have been the most yeah. successful. Um, I mean, we'll probably never see Samoa Joe again, so who God only knows about him. Um, yeah. You know, 
it, it holds some, some some water when you say that when you heard these reports of like you know the undisputed era and Gargano and Ciampa like outright saying they don't want to go up to the main yeah. roster like you know like you know because I mean people have been, I've shit I've been praying I've been I've been waiting for Ciampa to go to the main roster but I, I think about it now and I'm like why like like you know like I think about why why do I want Ciampa to go to the main yeah. roster for what purpose. He's going to get buried. It just, it actually makes me afraid for Cross at some point. But I, the thing with him is, though, I think I, I, if Vince McMahon, and, and I quote, and I, I want to go back to this day, whatever the date is today, December 15th in 2020, if this happens. But if Vince McMahon somehow manages to fuck up Killer Cross on the main roster, he he needs to just be shot because I don't see how you can possibly do that. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just Jay, and even like the, the, the well, somebody on Facebook I saw said this too is like you want Keith Lee to go down for training, but yet you have fucking Nia Jax <laughs> and Lana wrestling. I mean, listen, I, you know I don't even care if I call her out. Lana and Nia Jax and Nia Jax, I'm calling you. You two are horrible yeah. in the ring. Horrible. Nia Jax, you're a beautiful woman. You need to lose weight. Well, you are hurting. No, she's hurting people. She in the is ring, hurting dude. people in the ring. She but can't. I don't think it's because of her weight. I think it might be because of her outfits. Because she actually doesn't look as big as her outfits make her out to be. I've seen. No, no, I get that. I get that part, but I just don't think she knows how to physically move yeah. without hurting someone because yeah. of her weight. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the weight. Like I said, it might be might be just like a train in general. But I mean I, I don't know. She's a rock's cousin. You think she has the you know genetics or whatever, but maybe not. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a fan of of what they're doing with her I haven't been for a while. I don't like the dynamic with her and Shayna. I think Shane is another one that they dropped the ball with big time too. And, you know, um, I w- wish she would still be in NXT too, but you know, if she was still down there, there's other They're people just... that wouldn't be, you know, growing the way they are now. So I get that to an extent. But... They're just, they're just horrible at what they do, man. I, I mean, I just don't, I, I said it's another show before. Like, it just seems like, and I think you said earlier, like they, they just don't yeah. give a fuck. They just don't care. And it's like, and, and it's not hard. Like, it's not like we're fucking like that needy of, of fans. Like, just give us something that we want to fucking see. That's what AEW and Impact, you know, and New Japan are doing. Like, why is it so difficult? Listen, man, I, 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 I it's going to be funny that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this as an example, but I would rather see you know, Matt Riddle and eight, Matt Hart or Jeff Hardy have a fucking 25 minute fucking, you know, excellent in ring fucking match than have to sit there and deal with these stupid fucking backstage segments or these five minute fucking retribution matches or these five minute Lana Nia Jax matches. Like, you don't need to do this shit. Give us fucking five good matches and maybe one or two fucking segments and call it a night, man. Like, yeah. I just... 
I mean, <sighs> I legit pretty much fast forward through like everything tonight, and I I fast forward through the matches for sure. But I mean, I even like the promos, like that whole first segment. I watched maybe a couple minutes of it, and then I'm like, I don't care about this, and just like you know, because I don't. The main event, the thing that closed the show, the belt raising thing. I fast forward that whole thing. I didn't care. It made no sense. I don't care what Drew has to say about AJ. I don't care what AJ has to say about Drew because I know AJ doesn't have a chance in hell of winning that belt. And even if he did, does it really matter? Have they really done anything at all to set up a feud for this show? No, they haven't. AJ won a match. That's easy. And he's the number one contender. What do you fucking do? How many times have we seen that? You know, it's like, I don't know. I, I would love to see them. And you also get. You also have of, these. I, I would love to see go, them get rid of some pay-per-views. I don't think it's ever going to happen, but I would really like for them to not have as many because one a month, I swear to God, dude, with, with all the content that's out there right now, not every company is doing it. In fact, they might be the only company right now that's doing that. And, and they are. It, it, it's too much. Well, I, well, I think Impact is. No, Impact is. They're, well, they're doing the the specials. They're not necessarily pay per views. I mean, that's that's a pay per view because I mean it, it's just one that you don't have to pay yeah, for. But, but that's not but, Jay. You can't build. We, we you can't build these championship matches no, in a month. You can't. Like it, it's and it's, it's less than a month. It's three weeks pretty much between shows, and it's stupid. Um. It doesn't give enough time for anybody to want to care about anything. It's just their matches for the sake of matches. And that's exactly what WWE has turned into. And it's boring. <laughs> it's the same shit. Yes, New Japan has matches, not necessarily for the sake of matches, but, I mean, there's there's interest, there's buzz, there's care. They have title matches set up here you know, for this show down the line there, I think new Japan might actually have one a month too, but I, but they, they, I don't know. Actually, I don't even think they do. They have big shows, but they also have the road to shows and, you know, and all that other stuff. So when with, with new beginning, I think they have it in two different um, cities in Japan. So, and I think they have one in January and then one in February, but it's like at the very end um, usually they're both in February, I think, but because of COVID, they're doing this way. But regardless, I don't know, man. I, I, I there's, and like you said, it's not like we're asking for a lot because we're not. We just want to be entertained. We want to have things make sense. We do not want our intelligence insulted. And those three things, this product has not been doing, <laughs> or has been doing, whatever, for the past twenty years. You know, it's just—I don't know, man. It's ridiculous. Also, why the fuck is is the Miz even involved? I, I mean, I—I I, don't—I like the Miz. Don't get me wrong, but like, why? Like, it just, it's just something. It's something I, I, for him to do. Plus, he has the show on USA. I know That's it so, is it's because just, he's a heel. You know, and here's the thing. Like we talked about this before in the show, they have a serious lack of baby faces in this company right now. And oh god, there's like right. it's like two. And granted, 
the Miz character does not work as a baby face. I get it. We've tried it before. It doesn't work. He is a better heel. That being said, though, he's also entertaining, entertaining from a uh, a mainstream point of view. Like people actually do watch Miz and Mrs. I'm not one of them, but people watch it. It's entertaining because people want to see the real side of Mike Mizanin and Maurice and the babies and all that, whatever. Plus, there's other people on the show. Morrison, I think, is on there. Ziggler's on there. Matt Cardona was on there when he was with the company. But um, because they're all friends in real life. But um, I don't know, man. I, I, I just it, – it's almost like Vince is trying to – take the that popularity outside of wrestling that that Mike has that he saw that Dwayne did granted Mike's popularity versus Dwayne's is nowhere near but you know the same but at the same time it's like okay there's a reason why Dwayne worked outside of the business because you made him work, and he did it himself in the business. Mike's tried that. And I don't know, man. I, I don't know what they have to do to make him like that character, other than giving him the right push, which they did, you know, when he was champion, he beat Cena at Mania. But that was also, what, 2011? When that happened, 2010? No, 2011. WrestleMania 27. We're at WrestleMania. We're almost 10 years. Almost 10. Yeah, it'll be 10 years since that happened. What have they done with him in the last 10 years? You know, a lot of intercontinental titles. (laughs) Mid card. And it's like, I get that Brock was there. You know, they, they weren't necessarily expecting Brock to come back, blah, 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 whatever. But see, and that's another that's another thing that that, that really did. hurt this this company is you didn't need and it's actually similar to Hogan mm-hmm. in the eighties, but in a different light because Hogan at the time, well, I mean, in all you know purposes here, Hogan is probably the biggest wrestler of all time and with that being said he was at that stage when he needed to be but with that being said there was a lot of guys that did suffer and did not get a world heavyweight title because he had it for so long piper rude dibiase just to name a few um Jake, yeah, Jake is right there with them. Perfect. I mean, there's guys that can keep going, you know, Dusty. I can keep, I can literally keep going with the amount of guys that did not get a title because of, of Hogan. And the issue is they went through this. They've been going through this for the last, God, has it been, a, it's had to be a decade with Lesnar had the belt forever. Cena had the belt forever. Punk had the belt forever. And I, I and and I'm a punk well, fan. He but had like... it for a year, over a year. But while he had it, though, I mean, I, I get it, it was by design. But he never was really the main event until he started, you know, turning heel and 
and went with Cena because Cena was always the main event. So it was, I get what you're saying. The longevity. Well, was, I get it. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying, you know, it, it, well, and actually the one thing I'll say is punk. And I hate to even say this, but you could believe punk losing like, when Cena was at his peak, no one expected Cena to lose. He was super Cena. It was it, it is what it is. Nobody expected Brock Lesnar to lose because uh, he's just this unstoppable fucking force. And, this, and the crazy part is he's coming back at some point, and we're going to probably go through it again, but more likely would have faced Lesnar, so we'll see how that happens. But um, I, I just think it's – they never developed any other champions – other than Lesnar, Roman, and Seth. And that has been the issue for the last decade. I mean, you could, Randy Orton has already, he was established before any of those guys got established. So Randy's yeah. always been there. Um, I, I would, I, I, I think would, Jay, I, I would argue go, in yeah, the short term that they let, let Styles. Do it briefly, and they let Ambrose do, it, and they let Ambrose do yeah. it very briefly. But yeah, but they didn't develop. Right. I, I, Ambrose kind of got a pity title, and uh, in my eyes, and I think Styles got the the title because of his. Well, I know he got the title because of his popularity yeah. and his his name alone. I think it was the one time Vince just said, "Okay, fuck it," is not one of my guys, but. I'll accept who he is. Um, You know, I think a scenario here is, and once again, we we always have to talk a lot, so it is what it is. But um, I think a scenario here, Jay, that I'll be okay with, with Miz. And I'm curious what your thoughts here is. I see Seamus costing Drew the title. What if Seamus, and once again, this is just fantasy warfare here. What if Seamus costs, drew the title at, at the rumble against the Miz or against whomever. Um, I don't know. I can't think of somebody that would, who he can, or maybe Morrison for some fucking stupid reason, but I would, it would not shock me if that was somehow ended up being a match, but, and then Miz cashes in and wins the title. Drew's pissed off. Drew's goes after fucking Seamus. Obviously you have Seamus and, and Drew, at Mania. And of course, you're sitting there saying to yourself, okay, well, what do you do with, with, with Miz? Well, you have Miz lose the title to The Fiend, which I think, you know, Miz being a, a heel, face um, Fiend, and what do you do then? Well, then you can do The Fiend and, and, and Randy again, which are they, which they're doing right now, but they can extend that. I think, I think that is oddly where they're going with this. I, I don't know if it's leading to the fiend and Randy, but I think it's going with the fiend having the title going into WrestleMania against somebody. And I think he's going to get the title because of Seamus Costin drew the title to the Miz. I, I, I just, from the outside perspective, I see that's what's going to happen now. The only other thing I can think of in terms of opponents for the fiend, and I don't know if it makes any sense, but Styles, a heel Styles against a face fiend. 
don't know, Jay, but that's where I think what they're going with this, man. I really think that's kind of because Jay, right now, do you just do you just see the Miz cashing in and 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 losing? I don't. Like it's too easy. You know, it's too easy. Maybe. Just maybe. I mean, I, I think it all depends on what happens with, with Dwayne. I don't think Dwayne's – I don't think they're getting him for Mania. I don't think he's coming back. Oh, they're – no, they're not. Did you hear what they're, no. what they're planning for for Mania? Oh, God. <laughs> they're, they're planning a match at WrestleMania, and I quote – there isn't a single human being on the fucking planet that wants to see it. And that's Roman Reigns and Goldberg. That's for mania. That's, that's currently the, that's currently the penciled in main event for WrestleMania last year, but didn't happen. Oh God. Why? What is the hard on for fucking Goldberg and Roman Reigns? And it sucks, too, because you have Roman Reigns now finally doing good, and you're going to throw him against fucking God. Why? Nobody wants yeah. to see this. I mean, if they want to do that, I would rather them do that at the Rumble. And then... It's not going to be at the Rumble. It's yeah, not, it is, it's not happening. It's going to be... It's, they're going to they're gonna do it at the main event, WrestleMania. See, I I still would have. I would rather have Bray and and uh, the Fiend and Roman at Mania. I really would. I I, I want to see the Fiend win that. Well, actually, let me take that back. Because I don't think the Fiend versus Roman Reigns in a straight one-on-one match is something that anyone. I don't think it could close out a WrestleMania. I don't even think it could close out a pay-per-view. What I could see, what I could, oh, it, it, what I could see it can. them doing, well, and and not in my eyes, yeah, but not in Vince's eyes. What I, what I could see, because remember my scenario was, you know, Miz dro- dropping that briefcase to the Fiend at some point, and Fiend cashing in at Roman. Maybe if they do go the route of Goldberg and, and Roman. Roman wins, Fiend cashes in afterwards and leaves Mania with a belt, possibly. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to wait that long to do this briefcase, but we'll see. Um, see, I don't see that happening because the Fiend is a face right now, and oddly, and they seem hell-bent on keeping it that way, especially with all his characters now, and now the you know Alexa coming in there. Oh yeah, I mean, it'd um, still be a face. I mean, because Roman's a heel. There's definitely, yeah, I, yeah, but he's not going to cash in on Roman. I don't think. I, I don't. I think that's. I actually legitimately think that if those two are going to go at it, and it's funny because they separated them for. You know, they separated yeah. them for a reason, and I think it it was because they're the two biggest stars right now in the company. I guess, <sighs> yeah, I think a lot has to do with the Rumble. Like, 
if would I be shocked if there's Goldberg is number 30 and comes in and wins and goes after Roman at Mania? No. Would I be shocked if Brock Lesnar comes in and, and does it and goes after Roman or whomever or Drew? Uh, I wouldn't be be shocked. Well, um, my, my, my scenario before, though, about, you know, if they did do that and if Bray did have the briefcase and he ends up challenging Roman and they actually do do that as a match of mania, say Roman wins, right? Bray, Bray stays on Raw. Mm-hmm. Next night on Raw, well, actually, it wouldn't be Raw because he'd be on SmackDown. I guess the next Friday on SmackDown, but see, that doesn't, well, whatever. I guess it doesn't matter. Brock shows it back up. And then we've got Brock and Roman feuding, you know, post-mania. But I don't know if they'd do that either. But then again, when Brock came back in 2011, or 2012, rather, whatever it was, it was the night after Mania, so who knows? I don't know. I fully, Jay, I fully expect to see Brock Lesnar show up the night after Russell or the Friday yeah. after fucking WrestleMania. I 100. I, I'm anticipating Roman beating Goldberg, going on on SmackDown, you know, talking his shit how he's the, you know, unstoppable machine or whatever, whatever the hell you're gonna say, and out comes fucking Lesnar and f five the fuck out of him. I. One hundred and ten percent expect to see that. Yeah. Now that's for SmackDown. I don't know what the hell they're doing for Raw. See, I, I, I don't, I never like it when somebody costs someone a title if they're going to have a few with them, because it would make more sense for them to turn on them, but not cost them the belt because they want the belt. You know what I mean? So, well, here's a theory on that. What if? the reasoning behind Seamus costing Drew the title is that maybe Drew didn't give Seamus a title shot. Could be. You know, just maybe Seamus is like, oh, okay, if you're not going to give me a title shot, that's fine, but I'm taking it away from you then. Like, type of, you know, like, if you can't, if I I don't get a shot, no one's going to get a shot, or or you're not going to even have it. So, I I can see, I, I can see that happening. The idea of, of, of Miz losing the briefcase to Fiend doesn't make a lot of sense to me because I can't fathom how the Miz accepts a, a deal where to and also they just had that type of match yeah. with, with Otis. So I, I can't see them doing it again. I, I really do expect like the Miz to get you know to win the title and then be stuck in a match against the fucking fiend. I, I really anticipate yeah, that, that happening. That, that uh, might be I the, think... the Mania Raw title match if Drew ends up losing it. Oh, I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's happening at at Mania. I think it's gonna happen at the pay per view before Mania. And then I think the Fiend will verse somebody else at Mania. I just I don't, don't know, know unless Unless, I mean, are they that confident with the fucking Miz and the Fiend as the championship match for WrestleMania? I mean, I don't know. Actually, that's not bad because the only reason, the only way that makes sense is if they, if Edge is back in time and Randy is occupied and they don't do any more call ups, hopefully. 
And, but then you got other guys that I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, what are you doing with styles? What are you doing with Keith Lee? You know, what are you doing with, um, Big E on SmackDown? Like, what are you doing with these guys? I mean, Seth probably won't be back by then, but like, just trying to think what the hell do you guys do with these other guys? You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. We got time, I guess. We'll see what happens with the rumble. We'll go from there, but. I mean, yeah. Rumble's coming up, man. Yeah. It's it's right around I'm the corner. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it's the only it's the only event uh, I I look forward to. I don't know how it's going to be this year with no fans. I, I really hope they do something similar to NXT, so they do have some yeah. people in the crowd because the whole thing with the Rumble, man. It's the fans, it's the fans counting down. And, you know, if the NFL games, I mean, if they have to do it at an arena, like, that is, like, I want to say, like, allowed, like the like the NFL does. Like, the NFL, like, this past, on, on Cleveland, they had, I mean, Jay, Cleveland, Baltimore had to have wow. 60% capacity. Like, it was, it was there's a lot of fucking people there. I if I, I had to like kind of do like a double like double look like wait what what like there's a lot of fucking people there. So is it a, is it a normal crowd? No, but like if you can do half capacity, they'd have or twenty five percent. They'd have to be outdoors you know? probably, and it would have to be in a warmer climate. You know, I, I don't think they'd be able to do it in Cleveland, but I mean. That's not true though, because there, there's, there's, there are arenas in the NFL that are indoors, like New Orleans and and, and Houston, like, and, and they yeah, have fans. That's true, there. but the Rumble was just in Houston last year, so I don't doubt they'd go back. Well, no, I'm not. I mean, the Rumble is going to be in that at that fucking arena they they, where they that. have. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, it's not going to be anywhere else. It's it, it, that's the whole point of them getting that is it's for them to yeah. to have a home there right now for for all the for all the all the right. main roster shows so um i don't want to see those fucking giant yeah. tvs for fucking for the rumble man i i I'd come on yeah it's pretty bad pretty bad but hey we got wrestle kingdom coming up <laughs> but, uh... and I yeah have, man we uh, do we do to watch tomorrow and i gotta watch dark and of course dynamite and nxt are tomorrow too so um yeah, man. I don't know. I I uh, I don't really have anything else for tonight. If you do, but um... no, I think I yeah. talked enough for for Hour both of us. <laughs> um, uh, oh well, we 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 can't. We unfortunately can't yeah. do a short show. And I do promise that we are doing the yes. fucking walk the watch along. The only thing with the watch along is it's just hard to schedule because it's a three hour show. And, you know, I and people are probably like, well, you guys just did an hour and a half. Yeah, we did do an hour and a half. That's another hour and a half that we have to. Yeah, it's it's t- exactly. It's times two. And it's just trying to fit in a schedule where we have but the we three are hours to do, to it, do though, it. So, so don't worry. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. We we are 100 percent. We just got to figure out um, a time that time that fits for both of us. So don't worry. It, it is happening. Um, it more likely is going to happen within within the next week. It's just uh, getting the right yeah, I agree, data. I agree. 
bakery and uh so. i would like to do something special for a christmas episode for us as well maybe a another watch along but like a shorter you know maybe like an episode or another old episode of raw or a nitro or you know something like that from back in the day um if any of you guys have suggestions please let us know um on our facebook page just drop us some comments like stuff share stuff all that wonderful stuff that you always do and we appreciate um any anything at all like you know short or show-ish just for that particular thing but i mean going forward too we definitely will still still do watch alongs with the longer ones like i said it's just stuff that we have to schedule time like c said so um but yeah maybe you and i if no one you know suggests anything we can put our brains together and come up with something that we can hmm. you know what i got actually yeah. jay if you're interested in doing this why don't we pick two of our our more favorite matches that are not necessarily like let's just say WWE matches because I know if, if we go New Japan matches we'll be doing it'll be like a <laughs> yeah. five hour show with how long they are. I say we pick two of our WWE matches that we both really like and we do a watch along like like per, and I've said this before I've been wanting to do a watch along of the uh, Eddie and yeah. JBL match. Yeah. So why don't, you know, I pick that one. I'll, I'll pick another one. You pick two. And then we'll just do like a watch along idea. of those let's four matches. That too. That's, that's... Yeah, let's, let, let's, shoot, let's shoot that for All the right. Christmas like episode like for that. us. We'll do that. We'll have right. to. Uh... Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got that done. Got it settled on the show. Yes. No. But uh, all right. So Christmas is settled. But now we just, now we just got to pick fucking. Uh, I gotta pick a second match, and you gotta pick. Yeah, two, I'll have to go two, back so. and look and see. Um, I might have one in mind. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to do. You know, yeah, see, because I gotta do two. Well, I'll I'll think about it. We'll talk off the show, and I'll let you know. And then you know, we'll before we uh, we do them, we'll let the fans know. Of course, that's coming up here in another week. So, but uh, yeah. Anyway, we will. Uh, we definitely will. Um, get back to you guys about um, the SummerSlam 91. It's going to happen soon um, before the Christmas episode. We just have to figure out when. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, like I said, please like, share, comment, all that good stuff. And thank you for listening as always. And we will be back later. All right. Bye-bye. Yep. Have a good night, guys. Thanks.